0: Hello ah, Welcome to the Album Nerds Podcast. I'm Dude, and that is Andy.
1: Yes, yes it is. How's it going, bud? All the way across the internet.
0: Yeah. It's happy, good. Uh, happy Friday, buddy. Thank you very much. Friday mm. Woo. Friday. Friday is pie day.
1: I think that was a couple weeks ago, actually. But uh, yeah, hmm. that's right. That's cool. We will still have some pie.
0: Well, yeah, pie is good. Pie. All kind, math pie, fruit, various fruit pies. <laughs> anyway, yeah, me pie. <laughs> Welcome, all, to the Album Nerds podcast. Um, it's a little something we put together. Two friends, one interest: music. So, it's a chance for us to catch up, talk about albums, musical topics, entertain y'all. Hopefully, it helps us find new music to listen to. Hopefully, it helps you find new music to listen to. And you can always hit us up at albumnerds.com to tell us how we're doing. So, Andy, what's up with you, man? Oh, you know,
1: just chilling, just chilling. Did you see... uh... Samsung announced their new uh, flagship phone a couple days ago.
0: I certainly did.
1: It's big news can, in the tech world.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. I can already hear. Yeah. Because that's oh. gonna be expensive. All
1: oh, right, but well, it's beautiful,
0: man. Yeah. It's sexy cool. phone.
1: Sexy phone.
0: I like the um, six. Uh, the S Plus is like a six point four inch screen, but the footprint. It's like the size of an iPhone 7, just a little taller, right?
1: Right, yeah. Just, it's a little different proportions, but yeah, the screen is pretty much the whole thing. Yeah. wraps around the sides. Beautiful. That's cool. Yeah.
0: Um, Samsung phones, for me, have always had a little bit too much Samsung software. Yeah. But...
1: That's kind of the thing, right? Like, they put some extra shit on top of the Android stuff, yeah. and then there's run into some problems.
0: But. That phone is so awesome looking that if you've got it, people are going to take notice. Yeah. I'm sure it'll sell a lot. Just people who don't
1: know a lot about the phones and just want a
0: sexy phone. Yeah. Well, one issue with phones today is no matter what you get, Android or Apple, they all pretty much look the same. They all pretty much have the same features. And uh, sometimes it's nice to have the cool thing. But I think I read it's going to be something like twenty three dollars a month for thirty months. So Whoa. it's it's somewhere in the seven fifty. Probably the the bigger ones probably more.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, if well, you buy the. flagship phone. It's uh, it's supposed to be a little more high end, right?
0: Yeah, I lean towards the mid range, three hundred dollar mm. unlocked. Not quite as cool, but half the price phones. But that's yeah. me. Yeah. I want this. I just don't know if I can swing it. You yeah. might have to donate a testicle or something to afford it.
1: <laughs> just you still to the have Samsung one, right? store. Got <laughs> one left over for my my last iPhone. Yeah. All
0: right. <laughs> yeah, very nice. It it is uh, exciting stuff. Well, that's about a month from now when it comes out, right?
1: Yeah, it's not out yet, but uh, it'll be a big deal when it does finally come out.
0: Cool, cool. Are you going to make the switch to Android then?
1: Uh, You know, I've been on the fence for like the last year or so. I don't know if that phone's going to push me over, but (laughs) we'll see.
0: (laughs) What phone is going to push you over if not that one?
1: Uh, There's some questionable stuff about it. I mean, like we were saying, the software, the battery is actually pretty small, and that screen is huge, so... I bet that battery life's not going to be amazing. You know, my iPhone's good. My iPhone, I have a two-year-old iPhone and it still runs well. So. Well,
0: thanks for bringing up the S8 when you're not even going to get it. God. <laughs> <laughs> what Can't buy everything,
1: man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, uh, anyway. Yeah. So, you know, moving into a slightly musical topic, we've talked a little bit about art of anarchy before that band um it's like a super group where it's got um scott Stapp from creed i've always found scott Stapp to be an interesting guy and an interesting character in the music landscape um huge highs very low lows has had um he had some i really big breakdown a couple of years ago, publicly posted YouTube videos of some pretty crazy behavior and gotten this shit together, uh, has been diagnosed with bipolar disorder, I think among other things. And this is kind of his, this album speaks to that a lot. So for fans of Scott Stapp or for fans of alt metal with that kind of early two thousands feel, it's okay. I mean, it was a decent listen. Did you listen to it at all? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I gave it a listen. Um, just for the fans out there, the name of the record is uh, The Badness.
0: Yes. Thank you.
1: Just so. Yeah, I was alluding to some of the troubles that Scott's been having in the last few years. You know, not bad. Not a bad effort for something I had pretty low expectations for.
0: You know, over the years, I have been known amongst friends as a severe creed mocker, and, uh, I stand by that. However, it's nice, uh, when a artist continues to have the passion for it and is looking for new avenues and, um, trying to find redemption. So I just think that, uh, people have to keep their minds open with minds wide open. <laughs> You know? <laughs> nice. That was good, man. <laughs> what
1: do you think? I think we should move on. <laughs>
0: Let's do it. <laughs> move on. <laughs> to-
1: <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, so we got we got a really fun show planned here today. We're gonna to, uh we're gonna do a discussion. Our discussion topic is gonna to be silly songs. Parody songs, silly song. goofy songs just weird songs that have for some reason or other have become popular in pop culture over the years. Uh, we picked out some of our favorites. We got some samples ready to roll, got some interesting trivia. Anything you want to add to that, man?
0: I want to sing like Creed some more, man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. So if, started with as a conversation about novelty songs and and how there's all these weird hits over the years and it kind of expanded in our discussion um internally in album nerds hq and (laughs) some of the stuff that came up was also regular bands that maybe did a offbeat song for them and i had some in mind and so why don't we kind of start from the earlier goofy sort of yeah songs. Uh, start the
1: beginnings that was a good place to start so back in the 60s a little known artist by the name of bobby boris pickett and his band the Crypt kickers <laughs> great name right <laughs> yep they put out this number one hit in the summer of 1962 A the party just a the guest included in that was a hit that was the number one song for like a couple weeks in <laughs> 1962 and also a triv- little interesting trivia note the song was banned in England by the BBC they said it was too morbid to play on the air so, they didn't play it for like four years or something like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was kind of like the Marilyn Manson of its day. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> He's actually imitating uh, Bill Lugosi's voice. Yeah. You know, the famous uh, Dracula. Whoa, whoa. We to suck your blood. Blue.
0: Yeah, so. Blue.
1: That's been covered over and over again. Everybody's covered it since then. Um,. Uh, and I love I love hearing it every every Halloween. So I was a good? as gets the party going. You put that one on.
0: Yeah, um, I used to like it when I was a kid. I thought it was, yeah. funny.
1: It's a silly
0: song. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, <laughs> what you got? Man? I,
0: well, that was that era. That era, there were all sorts of those sort of silly songs. Yeah. Uh, what's next?
1: Well, I could we could say in that era. If you wanted to, uh, jump into one other silly song, also by a lesser known artist by the name of Sheb This song was number one for even longer than Monster Mash. <laughs> God. If you can believe that. Over a month in the summer of 1958. Wow. This, this hit was, uh, on the airwaves all across America. Purple people leader sure looks strange to me. One eye oh, really came down to earth and he lit in a tree. I said, Mr. Purple People Eater, don't eat me. I heard him say in a voice so gruff I wouldn't eat you go you're so tough. It was a one-eyed one flying purple people leader one, one eyed one, one horned
0: flying So Andy, tell me. <laughs> what's the story of this? One eyed, one horned flying purple people leader. <laughs> <laughs> like why, why? <laughs> why does it
1: exist is a good question, <laughs> yeah, supposedly the creature is here to play in a rock and roll band that's that's how the, the lyrics go he's He's yeah. not really a violent people eating person,
0: but more to the point, this dude's like inspiration is struck. I shall sing about an alien that plays a horn on its head. <laughs> In rock and roll bands and sounds like a chipmunk.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: It's going to be a smash. And it was, actually. Well, Purple People Eater still lives today. Minnesota Vikings.
1: That's right. That name has gotten used all over the place. Um, Yes. Weirdly enough, uh, Judy Garland, in the same year the song came out, that's how popular it was. Judy Garland put out a cover of the song. Well-respected musician Judy Garland covered this I wish, <Carlin laughs> I, wish I had
0: looked for that. You should hear I should have it. looked it's, for
1: that. It's really different than you'd expect. Um, yeah. It's also in the, the 1990s sci-fi classic film uh, Contact. Jimmy Buffett does a, a version of it there. Oh, cool. That's that's uh, pretty good.
0: They sure did like their chipmunk voices back in, the, in that period, didn't they?
1: Yeah. That was like the big thing. It's like someone well, I discovered think, you could speed up yeah. the record a little bit. And I was like, oh, that sounds cool. Let's do that.
0: Yeah. I think I read somewhere that back then it had something to do with using techniques with the tape, the master tape. But.
1: Yeah. They actually play it like twice the speed.
0: <laughs> they Yeah. Or they record at a slightly lower speed and then play it back. Uh, at normal. Right, yeah. Right. Right. But today and perhaps in post-production. By using the magic of digital technology, I can make what I'm saying right now sound like a chipmunk. Oh, I can only, I only hope. Post can only hope. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: yeah. man. You got some uh, more modern takes on uh, yes. the silly song?
0: Yes. So I was thinking more along the lines of like, well, there was one weird one in the 90s. By a band called Green Jello, and they had to change their name to Green Jelly because they were getting sued by the makers of Jello, I believe. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> and it was all over the place. This song. It was the Three Little Pigs. It was the story of the Three Little Pigs. And this was during that whole serious alt grunge period. And it's sort of metally, um, and. It, the video was like a animation, like a claymation type of thing. So I'm just going to play a little bit of this just because it's really weird. i'm just smoking so i wonder smoking pick. <laughs> i bet there were true fans of this band that were like into the whole thing i never heard anything but that song but it's definitely i would say in the silly realm <laughs> <laughs> yeah i would say that qualifies <laughs> now were you familiar with that one before
1: yeah you know i didn't recognize the name of it when you posted it but uh Listening back on it, yeah, I think I heard that once or twice. I love yeah. his his little voices; he makes are hilarious.
0: Yeah, it's it's a fun listen. It's worth checking out once. Yeah. Probably I'd, not uh, a replay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you need to buy that one, but it's it's fun to to stream for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Um, also, from around the same period, as you know, I'm a big Pearl Jam fella, and um, they had a song called Dirty Frank that was, I forget what single it was, but it was like a bonus track on one of the import singles, Um, maybe Daughter. It was definitely uh, during the verses or area, Not, yeah, verses, and I heard it, and it was different than their regular type of stuff, and I've never really looked into it before i always thought it was kind of funny one-off kind of outside of their usual genre boundaries but i did a little digging and i guess the story is um wait a second they were on tour with the red hot chili peppers they had a bus driver named frank and they um wrote a song about him. They had, through touring, kind of made jokes amongst themselves that he was a cannibal murderer guy. And (laughs) um, it kind of sounds like a Chili Peppers song. It's a little funkier, a little freer than their usual. And um, some of the interesting lyrics in it, it's just silly. I read some of them to you before the show, but... It's just talking about how he cooks people and buries them. And it's just so different than their usual thing. And it's morbid, but it was pretty funny. And and part of towards the end of the song, they're talking about um, that the band is afraid of him. The band all knows they're too afraid to mention. They don't want to be part of Frank's luncheon. Lose weight. <laughs> be safe. Where's Mike McCready? My God, he's been eight. Dirty Frank, and there's a piece in there where they do an homage to the Shaft song. Um, okay. Like that, Dirty Frank is a bad mother. Shut your mouth. So I'm just gonna play a little clip from it. It's um, I've always loved it. It just is so weird for them. And uh, here we go. To another section too so anywho
1: yeah you can definitely tell that they're uh, you know maybe on the road a little bit too long spend a little too much time with the chili peppers <laughs> like a little too much time on the bus
0: yeah just a weird little blip um, I think a lot of people became more familiar with it when it was on that Lust Dogs compilation. Uh, Sure. But anyway, I always liked it. It's a little juvenile, but I've always enjoyed that one.
1: Uh, A lot of all these songs that we picked out, that one is the the one that's gotten stuck in my head the most. (laughs) Well, it's the coolest of them. It is (laughs) is the coolest, of course, because it's Pearl Jam, right? Yeah. (laughs) all right well i got one here that has been a part of my life since i was a little baby this is something that we do in our family where uh, when i was first born my uh my folks got me this little tiny little one of those little floppy records you know the really thin piece of vinyl and uh it's it's this uh birthday song by this guy named captain zoom it's it's kind of cool because it's customized, it has your name kind of inserted into the lyrics. And uh, I thought it was just me, the only one who had this, but it turns out it's pretty popular. There's like, uh, I think over 40 million copies of Nubbins sold worldwide. Holy
0: moly. I'd never heard of this thing before. So, yeah, you want to play, play a little bit? This is This one is for Patty Lou, whoever that is. This is Space Command to Zoom. All systems are go for your message to Patty Lou. Hey, Patty Lou, it's your birthday. I'm in charge of the stars and I'm here to say, Hey, Patty Lou, you're the big star. I don't know if I'd want that guy near my daughter, Patty Lou. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Oh, it's super creepy. There's all these little <laughs> aliens
1: that come out and sing to you. And then, uh, yeah. So it's anyway.
0: customized to your name. So yours was like, Andy, I'm hey, your space. Hey, Andy. Man.
1: It's your birthday. Yeah. Oh, family. Everybody in my family has one of those. And cool. Every birthday, we still get out the record player and put that thing on there. And nice. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> That's a new to me. Yeah. So we're running a little long here so anything else you want to throw in?
1: Well, I think there's one more we kind of have to mention. When you think of parody songs, think of silly songs. Who's the one artist who has been a staple in the genre for like 30 years now?
0: Um Weird Al Yankovic. Hell yeah, yeah.
1: it's dumb but it's also like a hint a hint of genius to it
0: right sure I mean I have all the admiration for the world in Mr. Yankovic and what he's been able to do with himself and his career and being a silly guy and keeping it clean and all that stuff but damn it dude that's dumb (laughs) but that's all right.
1: the dude won a Grammy for that song I know at,
0: well, at the time, I was a giant Michael Jackson fan, and to me, it's like a slap in the face. Oh, I know. Yeah. At the time, I'm like, um, "Why are we making fun of the coolest, manliest, hippest dude I've ever seen, Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. who can have all the ladies?" <laughs>
1: Well, the cool the cool thing about that is that Michael Jackson actually approved that song before it came out. So,
0: well, yeah, he he was a child at heart.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Awkward.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mouthful of beer. (laughs) Uh, Nice, man. Yeah, that was fun. I mean, music can be fun, too. I take it maybe too seriously sometimes and
1: yeah no me too me too so it was good to just take a little break from serious listening and listen to some of these fun
0: songs it was equally 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 (laughs) as difficult (laughs) this topic thinking about it looking into it choosing songs as if we had talked about albums we're passionate about so i don't know (laughs) (laughs) this is supposed to be like a quick easy little talk but it, nah. As always, got more complicated.
1: The one thing I thought was really interesting was like how all these songs, for the most part, were like really popular. Like they were at the top of the charts for a while. Yeah. I mean, that weird house song was number one in Australia ahead of the Michael Jackson song. Can you believe that?
0: I don't. People people it eat this shit
1: up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they were hungry for something different. Get it. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Nice. Very good. Cool. Alright
1: man. Shall we uh
0: shall we transition? I would love to.
1: All right, we got another submission here on our online forum here for listener recommendations. What's that? Uh, you know, on the website albumnerds.com we got a little form there You pick uh, three records that you love We listen to them And we give you back some suggestions some Recommendations from us And some artists and records That uh, we think you might appreciate That's so so. get Yeah, it's a really good service And it's free All you have to do is go to our website <laughs> Yeah, So we got, it's we got not it here. hard No You already know the music you like You just write them out Elbnerds.com.
0: Cool. Anyway, we got? so we got
1: we got uh we got three records here from a listener L. Um They wrote in Accounting Counting Crows, Ox and Everything After. Classic. Great classic, yeah. That was actually one of my first CDs ever. Nice. Sidebar. Um Got a friend of the show, Brent Cobb, on his latest record, uh, Shine Rainy Day. Mm-hmm. I think that we actually talked about that not too long ago on the show so yep. that's cool and another kind of pop country record uh luke bryant's uh kill the lights from a couple of years ago cool so we got a couple different variations on country and kind of like a folk rock record
0: yeah and that's uh that challenges us because we're not i mean i like some country but i tend more along the outlaw if you want to call it that, but, you know, the simpler country, not the pop stuff. So it was kind of fun to listen to Luke Bryan and get a sense of that and look for artists similar.
1: Yeah, I'd never heard that that Luke Bryan record either. Um, it was a lot different than stuff I listened to, but uh, it was good to get a little exposure to it.
0: Yeah, definitely. So uh,
1: what, were, what were you
0: thinking when you uh, saw this list? Okay, so my first thoughts were... How, you know, what can I think of that's counting crowsy but more recent, not just other 90s bands? Because that's where the computers go. You do a search for counting crows and it says artists like counting crows, and it's, you know, a bunch of stuff from the 90s, like uh, Third Eye Blind and stuff like that. So I went with a band we've discussed in the past, Dawes. They're kind of a folk rock band from California. Their most recent album is Poppier, but the one from 2015, All Your Favorite Bands, I think is a nice fit here. Um, Should I play a little track from Things Happen, the opening track from the album? Sounds good. Cool, here we go. So, you know, it's nice. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think that's a good that's a good fit for the Counting Crows record for sure. Um, I had one other record that kind of reminded me a little bit of that Counting Crows record, which I do love, by the way. Um, from earlier last year, um, a Scottish artist, King Creosote, put out a, a really good record called Astronaut Meets Appleman, and it's kind of in that same vein. Okay. The music's a little bit different, um, but the vocals are very similar to uh, to Counting Crows there, so I would definitely recommend i all check out. Uh, King Creosote, Astronaut okay. Meets Apple Man. What about for more like the country side of things, man? Anything? Uh... Grammy Award winning,
0: Sturgill Simpson, right? Yeah. I mean,
1: his latest record
0: there. Sailor's Guide to Earth is a great album. Yeah, it's really good. And really interesting and also has a little bit like a touch of the 90s in it because there's a very, very interesting cover of In Bloom by Nirvana. And let's just check it out a little bit. It's very cool. We can have. Nature is a hope. Are fruit. and eh,
1: a one
0: who likes
1: all her pretty songs. He
0: to sing You know what? It's also nice? To understand the words to that song. <laughs> is that what Nirvana was saying
1: all those years ago? Yeah. <laughs> no it's very beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's a really great record. I, I still listen to that pretty regularly. And yeah. I don't listen to much country, and that's saying a lot. Um, yeah, I know we both also thought maybe Ryan Bingham yep. um, would be a good fit here.
0: Fear and Saturday Night is the album. Uh, awesome. Very good. Mm-hmm.
1: I know we've mentioned Blackberry Smoke a few times on the show before. Yep, like an uh, arrow. Exactly, exactly. Um, I also did want to mention an artist that isn't country. He's kind of probably more like indie folk, um, but it has some twang to it. Um by the name of Mac DeMarco. He's got a pretty good size catalog, but he put out an EP, I think it was in 2016, called Another One. That's one of my favorites. Uh, Let me play track seven there uh, without me. Here we go.
0: Sounds a little John Lennony to me with the nasally. Yeah, he's
1: got deliberate. that type of voice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anything but, else that uh, was in your in your mind for this these records, man?
0: Well, I'm not super familiar with this particular fella, but um, his name is Kane Brown. His album is Kane Brown. That's K A N E brown he's a young guy like 23 years old he's a pop country artist seems to be an up-and-comer might kind of fall into that category let's give it just a quick listen and uh so we don't run over on time too much so kane brown this one's called thunder in the rain a
1: tangle, like a we shake these walls like an earthquake
0: hear the rumble in your chest for your away name I thought that would be a little more on the nose for the Luke Bryan side of things yeah that so. sounds very
1: similar to me too so nice choice
0: like I said cool
1: well uh I did a
0: lot of digging man. <laughs> <laughs> so let's run through them really quick Dawes yeah. all your favorite bands Ryan Bingham Fear and Saturday Night Sturgill Simpson uh, what was that a Sailor's Guide to Earth mm-hmm. um, what else did you have
1: I uh, got King Caruso Astronaut Meets Appleman. Mac DeMarco another one I uh, got Blackberry Smoke Like an Arrow and the last one you played there was uh, Kane Brown. It's mm-hmm. a self-titled record, right?
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Yeah. Nice. Well, hopefully that helps out Al. And hopefully uh, we'd love to hear what you think of some of those records you recommended. And hopefully you enjoy them, eh? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Al, if you're out there, we did a lot of work for you, dog. <laughs> so <laughs> I hope <laughs> you like some of this stuff.
1: Yeah. Hit us up on Twitter or send us a note on the website and just let us know uh what you
0: thought. Yeah. I love you.
1: <laughs> Thanks yeah, very for listening. Much.
0: Yeah. So please to support the show, best thing you can do is head over to the iTunes, leave us a review. The more stars, the better, but no pressure. Uh, it makes our show easier for people to find the more ratings there are and uh, tell your friends, tell your enemies. <laughs> I love saying that. Uh, <laughs> tell your dog. Anybody about the album nerds podcast, join us at albumnerds.com. That's albumnerds with an A. Uh we're on Twitter. We're on Symbol, and that's at albumnerds. And uh I'll let Andy do the usual. Where else can i get the podcast, sir?
1: Hey, we're on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, all the usual places, and you can stream directly from my website, albumnerds.com.
0: Uh, is that with a C? <laughs> it's elements with an A, fool. Oh, nice! Thank you very much. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Have a wonderful week. Bye bye. See you next week.